This is On the Block with Stricken Bach. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big 8 tournament champion. 93-7 The Ticket veteran and Bill Callahan fan club president, Jake Bakovin. I love Billy. Coming at you live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. This is On the Block with Stricken Bob. Hold up. Happy birthday. Well, not happy birthday. Happy Tuesday to everybody out there in the Ticketverse. I made it two words before screwing up, so that's that's almost a record for me. Uh, I am Jake Bokovin. He is Eric Strickland, the Husker Hall of Famer, longtime NBA vet. And it's Tuesday, so we got Nate Dog in here for Nate Dog Tuesday. Nate Brennan uh, ready to join us for our conversations today. Uh, Strick, how's it, how's it going today? I know I, I asked you that last yeah, segment, yeah, but, uh, water cooler, but I, that, I like to open listen. up on the block. It is a Tuesday, Tuesday, fat Tuesday. There we go. Is what they would say. Not <laughs> fat go. that you're fat, but fat that P-H-A-T. That is a wonderful <laughs> fat Tuesday day. <laughs> we got to bring that back because I don't think the kids use that expression as much anymore. Like that is, that that's is fat. fat. That's fat. Yeah. I, <laughs> no, that, that can change the whole dynamic these days because now they'll, you you might get accused of fat shaming somebody. That's right. Yeah, yeah. These days, yeah, you can't you can't, can't say, say much of anything these days. Yeah, <laughs> that's the problem. Uh, but with some Big Ten coaches, we're anonymously saying things, anonymously saying things that actually taken over the world. I mean, that's how you do things on Twitter and oh, yeah. with that you know keyboard mm-hmm. so warriors. Do you, do, would, would you would you think that in this day and age that everybody is KD in it? Yeah, two phones, <laughs> Not just burner phones. accounts. There you go. There you go. Everybody's yeah. KD in it. I mean, is it, is it just a, that's the new word. Can we make that a new KD word for the dictionary? KD in it. Well, you're, you're buddies with uh, Paul Pierce. Did you ever, did you ever find out why he had those two phones? He got, he got in trouble for like, he was like taking pictures with two phones. Paul Pierce got a lot of trouble. You don't ever, yeah, you, don't, you do not ever give away the bat phone. You can't. Do oh it, yeah. Though. Yeah. Yeah. I used to always tease and be like, listen, I'm not an advocate for, you know, infidelities or anything like that. Ladies that are listening, I am not an advocate for that. I'm just saying that if you do that type of stuff, don't be idiotic and be on the one phoner. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Wives are very wives and girlfriends are very creative these days. They they know your deep sleep modes and they know all those different things. They can mess with your eyes and you're just like, Ooh, baby. And they can do a lot of different things to make sure that phone and they have codes and knowing how to get in. Oh, if, yeah. if you, if you want to act like you're not going to give it up, they know how to get in. So at the end of the day, man, bad phone, you never give up the bad phone info, bro. That's, that's not, that's not Tiger Woods blew the, blew the, blew the whole thing up with, you know, yeah. you got to have the friend, the friend homie hookup. Like I like when I played in the NBA, like I'm going to be on. I'm single, though. So I'm not I wasn't married. Married stuff. I'm single. Right. But one of the things my my uh, Jay Stedman, shout out to Jay Stedman, my guy. Um, He was my watchdog. You, you've got to have the homie like there wouldn't be a night that if I was tipsy that I would be driving. Perfect, yeah. That's another thing. Mm-hmm. There wasn't be a night that I was out 
And so Jay, being single, Jay knew the people that I may talk to. Mm-hmm. And he would just walk over to me real cool. Strick, it's time to move around. <laughs> <laughs> That's all he would say. That, that was a cold <laughs> word for there starting to be congru- congruency of people just starting to make different groups entering they're starting, the building. They're starting to make it's time to move around. Yeah. That was it. So you got to have that that one homeboy that's down for the cause. <laughs> and there was one time in college, I got to give this one away. This is you know I'm, I'm telling all my secrets. This is on the block cuz it gets hot on the block. Uh one of my things, so I had a situation when I was in uh we were roommates, we were college roommates and there was two young ladies that I thought were just absolutely stunning, and I wanted to date them both. Mm-hmm. At the same time. At the same time. <laughs> <laughs> so one of them, um, you know, she's she's still around. She's still in Lincoln. If she's listening, she probably will remember this story. Um, she, she comes over. I'm trying to holler at this other one. And for some reason or somehow, here's a, I'm not going to tell you the end of it, but anyway. <laughs> you really, all I your give secrets out some today. of the details, I tell, maybe. The, yeah. I tell the young lady, I'm like, listen, I got I got some, dude, I got to do some studying, you know. I, I need oh, a little yeah. bit of time because I knew the other one was coming. <laughs> she was like, okay, well, do you want me to go get you anything to eat or anything? Well, you're like, no, 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 I'll be okay. I'll just call you later. Oh, okay. The other one comes. I'm like, whoo, I skated. <laughs> just, she just left. Yeah, we're talking, blah, blah, blah. Next thing you know, the door knocks, and it's the one I was dating. And I'm telling the other one, I'm like, hey, go in the back with Jay. (laughs) (laughs) Because she's crazy. She's crazy. She'll want to fight you. You know, I'm trying to make up all the stuff to get her to go in the back. Nonetheless, all that occurs. She comes out. Next thing you know, they both leave. They're both basically cursing me out. And they get in the car together. Whoa. So they set me up, bro. Oh, they did. They yeah. set me up, bro. Uh, they they played the game. I thought I was playing the game. You're not the player. They were one step ahead of you. They were one step ahead of you, bro. That oh, was that man. was one of the wild. I think that taught me a major lesson about my dating skills. Just tell the truth. Be honest. And don't, try. <laughs> don't try to play the game and sell the dream. That's yeah. the story. That's the story, and I'm sticking to it. On the block. You heard it here. That's an entertaining story. Uh, obviously, things turned out okay because, uh, well, there's always more fish in the sea as well. So if you right, know, right. you're getting a little bit of trouble, just remember that. Uh, just get yourself a good fishing pool. Uh, and uh, <laughs> let's, let's just just jump into the – you got any, any dating stories? Today? I don't what have anything for you. <laughs> no, uh, you know I mean? Certainly not going to top that. Strix gave away all his secrets today. <laughs> all his secrets today. All his secrets. The block is hot. The but block is hot. They're old. Those are old school stories. <laughs> I don't do that anymore. <laughs> Just like you that. and Jay going to what is it? Where are you going yesterday? <laughs> what? You no, said the bar you guys always about. went to. Oh, I don't know. No, the talking. what? Oh, kabooms, kabooms, kabooms. Yeah. There it is. Where's that? I don't know where kabooms is. Strick and Jay were talking it's about the yesterday. Old, it's like in the old Gold's Gym building. Oh, okay. So it's downtown, just on that going towards 10th, 11th. We missed out on kabooms. You got to be in the know to get to kabooms, huh? Is it still there? Negative. No, no, no. But that was a cool place to go. That was, that was a, place a spot. To go. Oh yeah, that's interesting. I've never, I've never even. That heard was of where the block started being hot. <laughs> <laughs> kabooms. <laughs> I hadn't heard of kabooms, but now I know I hadn't either. I'll look, look into it a little bit. Uh, Nebraska. Let's go to this Athlon story here. Uh, anonymous coaches sizing up the Huskers. It might not make you feel too good. Obviously, at this point, uh, a lot of coaches have a pretty good read on, on Scott Frost and the program that they have here. 
Um, but it's just kind of interesting. I mean, part of it might make you feel good and part of it might. We'll just go through um, these different quotes and presumably maybe from different people or from the same person. Um, again, it's anonymous. Athlon does this every year, and it's awesome. I like when anonymous coaches um, speak – or excuse me, opposing coaches speak anonymously. Uh, so here is uh, one of the quotes. Uh, it says, in their division, Nebraska still has the best-looking roster. We call it the all-bus team because they look better than anyone else in the West in pregame. Long, tall wow. dudes, really athletic, and then after a quarter or so, you stop worrying because they're usually hurting themselves. They struggle with turnovers. They struggle with technique. I think it's a culture issue. Ooh. That's a big statement there from an anonymous coach. Um, but it does kind of lead, in again, into more of my feelings, which is Nebraska – I've said this for years, and it's not to discredit the coaches. Somewhat recruits itself to the best, um, you know, the best players, the best uh, athletes, the best recruiting classes in the West. Now, the Big Ten West might not be a thing for too much longer, so that might kind of change the dynamics here. But um, they, I mean, they do, and, and Nebraska fans can tell over the years too the different looking teams. There has been some gaps and where, you know, some offensive linemen look a little more pudgier than their strong offensive linemen of the pipeline days and stuff like that. But um, that does kind of hurt yourself. But I guess that's not necessarily news that Nebraska beats itself. We, we've seen that over the years. We have definitely seen that. That is, yeah. that is nothing new. I, I think Nebraska sometimes looks like the best team on paper. You guys remember the old St. Louis teams where – the, the 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 what they call them the team on turf or something yeah the, the greatest, greatest, the greatest show on greatest turf greatest show on turf mm-hmm. yeah they're the greatest show on paper I mean, <laughs> <laughs> they look great on paper and and I think that's what it came down to when you look at it and you look back at it even just in the the most recent of years to include last year um, just there was just discipline situations um, just lack of attention to detail mm-hmm. just had the pieces but just couldn't make the play like it, it, it was the, it was the craziest thing I mean I mean that's the same thing with the basketball team I, I look at them and I'm like they're just as good as anybody on on paper that talent yeah but they just it, it was it was 10 minutes of every game a minimum of 10 minutes of every game where there was an issue. Yeah. And it was the same thing in football. It was the most crazy dynamic that I've seen in the winter sports of having two teams look so similar, but yet playing different sports. It just looked like it was a segment. It was two, it was, it was two, you know, offensive and defensive moments. It was a 10 minute clip. It was not getting off the field on a third down. You know, on multiple occasions, you're on their side, deep on their on their side, and you can't get off the freaking field. You can't make one play. You can't get one stop. You stop them, but then they give you the extra little bowl over. So the things that they had in the past is they always won the fourth quarter. That was what Nebraska did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They just haven't been able to do that. Well, Ben says calling us the all-bus team is a top 10 roast. That is a pretty good roast. And Cheeseburger believes that it was Kirk Ferentz. Nobody else acts like a – Bleep because they are mediocre at best in which they had history and tradition. They get to smack talk for a while now. We've been doing we are having down years. Yeah, while we're having our down while years. we're having our down years. I this is the thing is I we don't know if that's Kirk Ferentz. We don't know if that's Kirk Ferentz, but I that's a fairly good prediction if I had to guess it probably. Well he said a quarter into it. I think uh maybe Kirk Ferentz started to get things turned around. Or maybe it's PJ or maybe deep. it's PJ Fleck. Try to think about when Nebraska melted down in the first quarter last year. 
<laughs> there are plenty of meltdowns that you can. There were some quarters times. where they were just out of it's it. Just, well, what are we doing? Was, yeah. You were yeah. literally just scratching your head. But yeah. th- this is the thing, and I'll have a little bit of a pushback against that because Mike Riley's last year, going into Frost's first year, I would not say they were the best team on paper. I would say last year and this year, you're probably looking at them compared to the rest of the Big Ten West, and I'd say, yeah, they're probably the best team on paper. Will that filter out? I don't know. The FPI seems to think that Nebraska is going to be the best team in the Big Ten West. Vegas has them as the second best team behind Wisconsin. But everybody else. But everybody else has them at what? Fourth, anything fifth? With, anything with a human element. Right. It has them at, at fourth, fifth. We've seen this before. Right. Which, yeah. which there is human error that goes into the FPI rankings, Vegas, so on and so forth. But I think to say that I don't know what he's defining as best team on paper – Outside of these past two seasons, like I don't know if I'm necessarily buying that. Well, it's it's I don't know if I am. It's kind of longstanding. Again, both in the Big Twelve North and you know in the Big Ten West, uh, you just don't have teams that can compete with you recruiting wise. So when when you look at the group of athletes you bring in, generally they are going to be more athletic or like you just said, length, you know, tall, whatever it is um, that. A lot of coaches, again, across the country, you know, you can you can say whatever you want about Nebraska's job and where it stands, but there, there'd be a lot of coaches licking their chops to get their hands on some of the recruiting classes Nebraska gets. Now, getting those guys to stay, getting those guys getting to those develop guys to the that NFL, has been a big yeah, problem that's the at thing. Nebraska. Yeah. So it, it hurts to hear that you, you got the so – it's, it's basically kind of telling you you've got the ingredients, at least from this opposing coach's view. You're just not making yeah. the you're – not, you're not cooking it right. Yeah, you're just it's it's um it's crazy in that when I look at it, I understand exactly what you're saying the last couple of years. But what's what's scary is that the teams or the people that look at the teams from the eye like what was it two years ago when they were rated in the top twenty five coming in? Yeah. It was like eighteen so. or was 19? that Adrian's sophomore Adrian's year? Sophomore, sophomore yeah, year, yeah. right? Yep. So coming in, that's the and so they've been let down by that. Mm-hmm. Right. And and not by just a minute means, it's like debacles of the season, right? Yeah. They're, they're getting blasted, blown out. There's not even in games. Games that they should have been blowing people out, they're losing. So it, I can understand your absolute point, but then I can understand why those with the eye test say they just they're like I'm not drinking the Kool Aid. I look outside and I see <laughs> a Rafe, lot of drinking the Kool Aid. Rafe's Rafe is. Rafe is drunk with the Kool-Aid. <laughs> he out there yeah. 12 and 0. If that comes through and I ain't put $50 on that or something, <laughs> then I'm a dummy. But yeah. if Rafe comes through with the 12 and 0 prediction, then, yeah, I made a dumb mistake and not being <laughs> Well, I think, I, like I said, though, I think there's something to be said that the FPI does have Nebraska winning the West and Vegas has them second, a close second to Wisconsin. So technically, like, and the computers this season, have them seven the computers, and five. right. So, like, technically, this guy isn't wrong in saying they have a good roster. The algorithms, the formulas, whatever these guys use are obviously buying Nebraska. It's just a question of do you believe in this coaching staff and is this the year that with all these transfers you turn it around? Because on paper, you have the seventh best transfer class. You're bringing in high, highly touted recruits. I mean, like, I'm kind of with them. Like, and I think that's what the frustration with a bunch of Nebraska fans and they're saying this is the year you have to do it. Because he's kind of right. Like I, I kind of agree with them if we're talking about last year and this year. If they don't do it this year, does it fall off the... Does it fall off? 
Well, I mean, does it Scott fall Frost, off the cliff? Does, yeah. I, I, I know, right? It's, it's one of those things that you can't sell me anything at that point. Not anymore. Yeah, if you fall off the cliff this time, you can't talk to me about anything. I don't no. want to hear it. I'm not going to hear it until I see it. Got any, got any more contract reductions you want to Man. talk about? Or is that, is that where you're oh. in there? Um, it's just, I, I, I'm just fascinated. But, I mean, it, it does, like, kind of play into the discussion of, look at their schedule. they got to start 5-1. and one. Well, that's kind of the problem is, is they winning games on paper is one thing <laughs> going out and actually starting that five part. and one uh, is a lot more difficult. And I, I've kind of liked the discussion that's, that's rallied around. Why are we just giving up Oklahoma? Cause some people, that's like, what I said yesterday to, to Nick. I, I don't see any scenario where this team shouldn't be five and oh, you can give me the benefit of the doubt, but we had a texter. I can't remember what he was saying yesterday, but like you have a quarterback coming off an ACL tear. Venables got smoked by Mark Whipple last year, Clemson versus Pittsburgh. Venables in the Big 12, I really don't know if I'm buying. You had a ton of guys leave the program once Lincoln Riley left, including the best quarterback in college football and Caleb Williams. Like, I don't know why we keep chalking up Oklahoma as a loss. I don't get it. I, I, I look at it from this standpoint. They're in the same boat that we're in. They have to take a group of individuals that they had to either resecure, mm-hmm. keep after the high, I mean the exodus right. of all the good ones. Then you've got to try to mesh that together with a new build, coach, with a new coach, right? With new terminology, with new just so they're in the same boat they were in. That's a lot. Yeah. The difference between the Whipple situation is right now they're trying to work to keep a lot of the same things so that individuals aren't having to do total readjustments of their, you know, their playbook and the terminologies and all of that. I don't know if they're doing that there, but I don't think they can because there's a whole new system, right? It's not like you have a same system similar, even though you have a new coach and there's going to be adjustments and changes, but they're still trying to keep some forms of the system intact. And there's a lot of a big discussion of it too. And you guys can obviously speak more than this. And I bring it up to Bach all the time. Nebraska hasn't won three straight games in the Scott Frost era. They've never started out three and zero, let alone won three straight games. When Nebraska starts out three and zero, you're hosting Oklahoma at home and you're renewing a rivalry. Like, why are we not talking about home field advantage in this sense? Like, that is going to be probably, again, Buck, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but that's probably going to be one of the most highly anticipated games of the Scott Frost era. If Nebraska's 3-0 Nebraska and, yeah. and Oklahoma is coming to Lincoln during the Scott Frost era, that's got to be at the top of the list of most anticipated games. And home field advantage is going to go into that. It's up there. But, again, if you've been let down enough, like there was games that you built up you were excited about, like Colorado games and you know right. game day. And, and, and so you've had games that you're excited about that you've just been let down in the past before um I don't I mean I, I I get what you guys are saying I don't completely put Oklahoma in the same category as Nebraska just because they this is a program that's been there for 20 plus years I mean they're right at the brink of the playoff or um you know and I, I know that's with Bob Stoops and you know so you got some some different guys coming in here obviously Lincoln Riley as well and now you move over to Brent Venables but um, a lot of even just transitions, some of them blow up. Some of them, you know, don't go well pretty quickly. We've seen, we saw that, um, you know, or some of them just take a step back in year one and then really get going. So there's certainly a possibility Oklahoma could take a step back, but they've been recruiting at a high level. Um, and, uh, and, and, you know, you, you got one of the best defensive coordinators now becoming a coach there. Um, there are problems in, in, in retention there, but they've, they've got a lot of talent there. It's not, it's just not proven. Do they have NIL money? 
They do have NIL money. They had the biggest spring game attendance of the nation. People are interested mm-hmm. in Norman, obviously. Um, they hate Lincoln Riley. Like they're really invested right now because they're mm-hmm. frustrated with Lincoln Riley. Um, it doesn't. That doesn't translate to on the field. We'll see what they can do because the, I mean it's interesting because you look at the All Big Twelve teams. Not a whole lot of Oklahoma Sooners in there. I mean that's mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. They don't have a lot of proven talent. They've got a lot of recruited guys. They've got a, little, a lot of guys that have played sparingly for them. But uh, are they going to take that next lo- that, that next jump? Who knows. They're coaching but up. Either way, it's going to be hard. That's what it is going to be hard against Nebraska yeah. coming in Memorial Stadium. Yeah. Yeah. You just, but all, all they have to do, at least historically, like this anonymous coach said, is just Hold play on. the game, wait for Nebraska Hold to mess on. it up. Wait for them to Hold implode. On. Yeah. Uh, just stay in it. <laughs> Starter Heyman text line 402-464-5685. Should we be chalking up Oklahoma as a loss already? Obviously, you guys know our, our opinions on that. Andrew has an interesting point. He says, Fox Big Noon kickoff will be at the Oklahoma game for sure. We know that. And if we're both undefeated, ESPN College Game Day will also be there. He says, take that to the bank. Take that however you will. I, I Again, I, I don't know Andrew's credibility here, but, you know, <laughs> I, I love believing our texters and love the text line. So I think that's that's an interesting point because I think it would definitely have a lot of anticipation. And another texter says, do the kids know the rivalry? Will it affect them as much as the fans? This is where I go off of what Vershawn says, and Strick can probably speak on this too, like, that is poster board material. I don't care if you know anything about the rivalry or not. All you have to do is watch a hype video or two. And if you're 18, 19, 20 years old and you put that up on a poster board, if you put that up on the big screen, you're ready to go. That's good. Well, like, you can hype anyone up just watching a couple hype videos. And you can't – You can't. I mean, it's going to be fun. It's going to be – like, a lot of the older people are going to get really excited for Absolutely. OU to be in town. It is going to be – It's, it's going to be, be awesome. It is. Um, but you can't replicate playing them year in and year out for the Orange Bowl. So it's not the height of the rivalry. No, but it's but still – It's still some of your 3-0. and o. But to say that you don't – I mean, that they don't know it as well is – Casey Thompson's dad was literally that the, is, the robbery. Good, very good he point. Was, he was very in the Game point. of the Century Part 2. Right. So, like, I'll, I'll at least just ask your quarterback. He might have something to tell you about the rivalry. I mean, don't, I don't get fodder, though. Yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> don't get fodder and say, yeah, we're, we're going to blast Weren't them. they <laughs> last year at the, like, uh, when, did they have, like, a pregame scuffle a little bit? I, I, I think I remember Oklahoma and Nebraska kind of. This year there could, if they're 3-0, and there'll be some kind of scuffle. I'd love to see that. And, and somehow. That would be awesome. Um, from the Big 8 days, now you have a, an SEC team playing a Big 10 team. I, I don't, you know. Whatever that's why. That's, that's why part of the rivalry is just not there or can't be you know replicated but you got to start 3 and 0 for this cuz basically this is all based off of both teams being undefeated right like if you're 2 and 1 yeah there's going to be hype but it's not the same <laughs> yeah. like like fans will get excited it'll be fun like the Lincoln will be buzzing but like 3 and 0 hits different oh, 3 yeah. and 0 Fact. playing a formal rival or Fact. even if you want to consider him a current rival like that's that's big time when i've said this too i think that you know it, Oklahoma might not even be that great we don't know we're going to see um, but if they're they're undefeated going into that game, that's your that's a program defining win. That's Absolutely, not, that's not just like a hey, there's the best winner of Scott Frost here. Like out, the attention of the country now is on Nebraska, and yes. can they keep it up? They yes. don't have a week zero game though. They no, don't, they, they, but they play two. They play an FCS school and a power or a group of five schools to start out the season, I believe. So two and zero. Oh so it, their their schedule is even easier than Nebraska starting out. So they're going to be undefeated going into that game. <laughs> I'm telling. I'm telling. I, I don't Nate know if game day is going to be there. Paper. I play. I love to play <laughs> games on paper, and I'm telling you right now, if if they are three and zero, Lincoln is going to be the place to be. And I'm going to be right there with the people. The I know. I'm going to be right there with the people enjoying I'm, it. I'm not sure, and I'm not discrediting Andrew. 
College Game Day just generally likes ESPN games. So if, if Fox that has it on Big Noon, you might not fair. have it. But I'll tell you this. As opposed to last year's Ohio State game, I bet Big Noon guys are here in Lincoln because <laughs> they had Big that, Noon here last year when Ohio State came. They didn't send anybody. Yeah. Respect Lincoln. We would have still gotten up for that game. Are it, they going to put on the Herbie Husker hat or what they're going to put on? <laughs> they what, might. what do you put on? Yeah. Might. I guess Corso wave to the fans, yeah. the Herbie the Husker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Why not? All right, let's take a quick break here on the block. We'll continue our football discussion. Coming up next, including is Luke Reimer the best player on the team? I think he's a little bit underutilized. People don't think about him as much. Uh, we'll do that next year on the block on 93.7 The Ticket.